Trying to decide whether that new game is worth your $60? Or maybe you're just wondering if an old game is worth your time. Well, you came to the right place. This is the only podcast that tries to answer the question. Should I buy it, though? Welcome back to Should I Buy It Though? I'm Vengeance. <laughs> In that case, I am the perfect crime. TJ Barry, world renowned detective. I'm Batman. Hey, Carl, what do you want for dinner? Justice. Wow. And this week on Should I Buy It Though, in case you haven't picked it up, we're talking about The Batman. The Batman. Yay. 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 It's been you out for a little it. second, but in case you haven't watched it yet, uh, it's coming to HBO Max soon. So this is a good chance for you to figure it out. It's, hey, y'all, look, this is all I'm going to say about it. It's getting dangerous out there again. Put your masks on, stay clean, maybe watch movies at home instead. So this is the review for you. April 19th. Yeah, April 19th. So that's that's right around the corner in a couple weeks. So welcome uh, to another new kind of review. We Today we're branching out into movies, which we have done before. We're joined today by the fabulous Michael Pisani. Welcome back to the show. Hello. Ooh. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. As well as Anescuna. Hello. And, uh, yeah, so we're, we're talking about, uh, what is it, Matt Reeves, the Batman? Yes. Yes, Matt Reeves is the Batman. Yeah, so I, I think what we're going to do is kind of like we did for uh, Book of Boba Fett. We're going to have a relatively spoiler-free section here up top, so don't worry. No big spoilers here. And then we will sound the alarms before we enter the, the spoiler section where we can talk in a little bit more detail. Um, but yeah, I watched the movie. I'm a Batman fan. I think like my first real exposure to it was probably the Christopher Nolan films because my dad loved the first one. Uh, and then like I watched like Batman Beyond. I had like the little DVD for it. Um I like Batman a lot. I think Batman's fun. I I don't love, honestly, most of the mainstream DC superheroes, I think, are kind of lame for one reason or another. But Batman's cool and has, like, really great villains. So I like Batman. That's my Mm -hmm. context for for my fandom, I guess. I don't know. Batman is my bitch. Um, Growing up, that was my favorite superhero like period i was batman for halloween i think like four or five times and it would always annoy me because people would be like oh my god it's batgirl i'm like no i'm batman and um so i love batman i love all the villains and i'm not one of those like fans of something that always is like you know how there are some people that are like oh but the original is like the best. It's like there have been so many Batmans that I just love new content. I'm like, gimme, gimme, gimme. I'm <laughs> not like upset when they try new things. I'm like, ooh, that's really cool. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like that kind of fan about it. Here, here. Nice. Uh, I am not much of a DC fan. Like, I enjoy the Teen Titans and Static Shock, who's technically not DC, I guess. Oh, Static Shock was dope. Yeah. They need to figure that out so they can bring it back over. But I did enjoy the Batman. And we'll get more into it. Yeah. Yeah, I think my first exposure to Batman as a character was... I I have memories of watching some of the uh, Batman the Animated Series from when I was a youth... Um, reruns on Cartoon Network after school and whatever Mm -hmm. it was Um, great little animated series and then I think the first Batman movie I ever saw was Batman Returns Mm -hmm. um, with Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman and all those goodies in there Danny DeVito of course making his phenomenal turn as the Penguin Uh, but yeah 
but that was those those are my first exposures to Batman and I have I've watched most of I think iter- the other iterations of Batman um, but I, I would not say I'm not I've not read the comics and and uh, things like that so I am not um, in it that deep so to speak I am a massive Batman fan. Depending on the day, he is my favorite superhero. Sometimes it's Spider-Man, but most of the days it's Batman. Um, uh, I think my first major exposure like into Batman was also the Nolan films. Uh, Batman Begins and Dark Knight and all that stuff. Um, I also watched a lot of the Batman animated series. Um, but I, I honestly watch more of like the Batman cartoon that was actually on um, Cartoon Network, I believe it was. I watched a lot of that. Uh, I have all five seasons on DVD. It's really good. Go watch it. Because everyone talks about the animated series, but not this one. But this one's just as good. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I watch all the old Batman movies and all that stuff. And I love the video games, too. Arkham City is one of my video favorite games. Video games are great. Games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I'm a huge Batman fan. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, so we we run the gamut here, but we're all generally pretty pro-Batman. Uh, we yeah. love our vigilante yeah. justice. Um, we sure do. Yeah, and so I guess context for this film is... Well, I think the nice thing about it is you do not need context. It is not tied to any of the currently existing DC film projects in any way, shape, or form. And Thank I think God. that's just the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to watch like 20 movies to understand what's happening in this one. <laughs> yeah, and I also like that it it kind of does a Spider-Man homecoming in that it's like, you already know who Batman is. So like, yeah. let, we're just going to show you who our version of Batman is. We're not going to do the whole origin story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need the origin story. Not again. Not after yeah. every other iteration has pretty much done it to yeah. death at this point. It's a. I almost don't even want to talk about the DCEU because, like, it's just such a mess. And it's so frustrating because I'm like, there are some things that I really like. Even things that a lot of, I, I would venture to say most people don't like. I'm like, at least you tried something new and something different. Yeah. But they just do not have any freaking vision or, like, they just don't have the guts to see anything through. So they just keep mm-hmm. doing a bunch of weird random shit. But hey, they don't I got a Kevin Feige behind the wheel they do driving not, the car. And they desperately <laughs> need one. They're they're trying to get to Avengers without any of the necessary build off, <laughs> build up. Uh, but anyways, point is this isn't. It stands entirely on its own. It's just it's a Batman flick, and uh, I think that is for the better. And yeah, I guess if you really don't know anything about Batman. I mean, you're not going to be lost. You don't need to know how he becomes Batman. Yeah. But yeah, you won't have that context, I you guess. Don't, yeah, you don't need it. And particularly with this film, what I really loved about it is that it it defies kind of the genre. It's not really like a... It doesn't feel while you're watching it, besides the fact that it is Batman and he's in a costume. Mm-hmm. Like, it does not really feel like a, your average superhero genre movie. Yeah. It's a crime it's movie. Much yeah. more, it's much it more of a like crime, a like, detective noir. Movie. Yeah. Well, it kind of yeah. did what Nolan's films did when those came out. They made it very different in style for most superhero movies. But it, it doesn't, like, copy Nolan stuff for the yeah. most part. It just, I would say, it's still its own thing. Yeah, I, I would say, like, in my opinion, Nolan's films do fall more into, like, the the quote-unquote like cookie cutter like superhero genre but it was like one of the first to establish the tone for what we now expect for a lot of them mm-hmm. and so this one yeah like it does that again where yeah. it's how can we look at it differently and so it's i mean it is about batman but i think it's largely about his like, like his work and his growth thriller yeah to like it 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 had batman it's like michael said where it's like it is a Batman movie, but the tone and the genre could be like argued. Yeah, it's. I would argue it's it's similar to the Joker in that way, where like if you change the names of the characters and eliminated some of the stuff that like identifies them as those characters, 
the film could probably still work just fine. Mm -hmm. This one might be a little bit more like you're going to have to alter it a lot more because Batman is Batman, you know? But it is it is still very much like the plot in and of itself is very interesting, particularly uh, when it comes to like the Riddler and kind of having a um, like a serial killer as as a as a, a villain for the film, which I would I would kind of say we haven't really seen in other Batman films. Like we've seen the Joker, like mass crime and obviously like mass killings. But this is, like, a proper, like, Zodiac Killer style, yeah. like... Yeah, it's a total different, like, We've seen the other Batman them. movies where people die and things blow up. You're just like, oh, this is cool. But not once, you're just like, oh, this is kind of intense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's very... They, they don't try to, like, dehum... They don't try to go for, like, the NPC, like, faceless victim no, thing. No. It's, like, it's all targeted and... Yeah, I think it's it a makes super... It, a gritty detective noir thriller crime movie. But if you are a Batman fan, you happen to be super interested in the detective character and all the choices that are made with them. Right. But a lot of the, the style comes first. It seems like here and and super cool. From what I've heard and read from like other people's opinions, who've read the comic books, that is very much what a part of the comics is for Batman is this, Mm -hmm. this detective thriller Mm -hmm. kind of side of him, which in a way almost makes it like more of a comic book movie for Batman, which is really interesting. And I think it's something that you see in a lot of other Batman media. That's like not the movies. Like you, you see it in the games. Like, Oh yeah. It's way more present and stuff like that. That, yeah, just has not translated to the movies because you need a slower pace. And I feel like up until now, they haven't been willing to do that. And I love that they went for it. This is, I mean, people want the detective part of him in these movies and they finally did it. And they said, fuck it. If it's three hours, it's three hours. And I think it it had to be to to get the sort of mystery that they wanted here. I, oh, yeah. Perfect. I would say it was like, um, in my brain, it was like the Nolan Batmans had a beautiful love child with Sherlock. I could see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's 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 pretty good. It, it does have a lot of Sherlock Especially vibes before I got too funky. Like, oh, wait, are we still spoiler-free? We're still spoiler-free right now. Especially when it comes to, like, the opinion of the people and the police force on... Batman. Sure. And That's not much of a spoiler. Like, it very much plays more into Batman the Vigilante. Yes. As yeah. opposed to, like, every other superhero movie where people are kind of like, I love this guy. Yeah. Yeah. It showed the the um, people that aren't maybe his biggest fan, too. And I also think there is, uh, it's done something interesting, which, like, is not super prevalent, but you see it a bit. In that it's modernized it where, like, I feel like in the past, right, like, the last big Batman movies, I would say, were the Nolan ones. Maybe you want to count Batman versus Superman. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I didn't see Justice League. But uh, in those films, or granted, I was also very young, so, like, maybe I just missed out on it. But, like, I feel like the the public awareness of, like, billionaires as a concept was not what it is today. And so I feel like they have at least begun the steps of, like, modernizing it and, like, being like, hey, there's some dissonance here, bruh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There was a lot of cool lines having to do with some of that stuff um, that made him kind of more set in the modern day. But to that point talking about billionaires specifically bruce wayne normally when you watch like a batman movie batman is two characters it's batman and bruce in this movie it's felt very like they made the choice oh it is one character like bruce wayne hates being bruce wayne he just yeah. wants yeah. to be batman all the time and i love that yeah i, I like that it was a lot such too. a cool choice me too and i think it's a it's, it's a cool thing where you also see um and this is probably the last details I can get into without treading into spoiler territory. But I think this is a film where he's been Batman for two years, I believe, in this mm. film. And so you see that, like, yeah, he is Batman, but he's also still learning. Yeah. 
Uh, he sucks. He's a yeah. shitty Batman. <laughs> uh, like, there's there's a really great shot, which, like, I, it's not a spoiler at all, but there's a shot of him, like, trying a really cool maneuver and just fucking failing and just eating shit. And it is it's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I guess we're getting probably to the point where we want to move into a spoiler territory so that we can chat some details so before we move into that, I want everyone to kind of have like your last statement before we move in. So I guess my question to you guys would be, who do you think should go watch it? Who should buy it? Um, and any other details you want to throw out, I guess. So for me, um, I mean, I think honestly, I think the Batman is a film that probably everyone should go watch. I will say it is not a must watch, I don't think. I And I think that if you're like, if you've been hearing all the hype, try and let that go before you go in. Because I don't know what I was expecting. I liked it a lot, but I think everyone was calling it like, you know, like the, the third coming of Jesus or whatever. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, that was good. Like I walked out, I was like, yeah. I did not have my mind blown though. Uh, but I really liked it. I think it's a fun film. I think most people would like it. <laughs> Unless you're, like, very against, like, adult content or something. Because it, they probably should have just gone for the R rating. Although, I don't know how much more they could have added in. Um, but I know it was something that was being toyed with. So, like, I'm interested in knowing, like, what would have changed. But, um, yeah, I think unless you're, like, super against adult content. Like, if you have really young kids, maybe not. Yeah, um, definitely. And then... Yeah, I guess if you hate superheroes or whatever. But even then, I feel like if superheroes aren't really your vibe, I think you could still enjoy this movie. And Absolutely. also, yeah. I feel like uh, Batman fans, fans of like crime movies and like detective stuff, as well as fangirls of Twilight and Robert Pattinson in general, <laughs> you will get many shots that you will enjoy. So I think Truly. there's things for every group to find yeah. enjoyable. If you like murder mysteries, you definitely uh, um, enjoy Unrelated this. but related, I do love how many times like they ask for repentance and like, oh, what kind of training regimen are you doing for the movie? And he's like, I'm not. I'm I'm just doing the like I'm just act bro. Like I'm yeah. just doing the movie. <laughs> he's like, I'm just, I'm just Batman. Like, what's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh I, w- I would agree. It's a movie that can pretty much be watched, I think, by any sort of level of fan or not fan of the superhero yeah. genre. I think it's it's a very accessible movie in that way. Mm. Um, I would say don't don't necessarily bring your younger your younger ones in for this one. Uh, there's definitely some uh, deeply disturbing stuff um, that happens in the movie. Um, but no, I, I also completely agree with what Hannah said. Um, the, uh, Robert, the, the Pattinson fans out there, uh, I went with, um, a, uh, like a twihard girl, um, <laughs> to go see it. And she and I were both like, oh my God, <laughs> uh, at several of the scenes, mm-hmm. um, there's, there's some great, uh, hunk action yeah i i feel like aesthetically from um a like as like purely physical aesthetics like if you're a twihard fan um and then also aesthetics of stage combat aesthetics of Mm. like cinematography music and um things like that i think that there are so many things to love about this movie um, are we are we in the spoiler zone? Not yet, zone? not yet. Okay. No. There are certain shots in it that if you appreciate cinematography and the use, like the art of it and the yeah, use yeah. of lighting, it will make you go, oh my God, that was so cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a very pretty movie. Uh, other than little, little baby children, I think this movie's for anyone and everyone. Maybe Batman fans in particular, because there's a lot of cool things to eat up about the choices they make with some of these characters. But um, people that just like really, really good 
slow burn detective stories and serial killer stuff will love this um not to sound pretentious but big like cinema fans too just because out of Mm -hmm. like a lot of superhero movies this one really does go hard with cinematography and score and lighting and all that Mm -hmm. stuff the cinematographer just won an academy award for dune so um yeah he's amazing and um, the score as well. I, what's his name? Michael Gauchino. Michael Giacchino. Giacchino is also very, very well Oh, my known. God. I didn't know that was him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should have recognized uh, that. He has scored mm-hmm. everything I've ever loved. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Um, so, yeah, cinema fans in general will, will really, really love this one if, like, the normal cookie-cutter superhero movie isn't your jam. Because this is not that. This is something different. Nick Benetatos, for example, who's been on this show, um, thinks superhero movies are carnival rides. Uh, saw this one twice. So, <laughs> there you uh, go. Just to shout out by name, the Senate. The cinematographer is Greg Frazier. Greg Frazier, thank you. You're welcome. Well, it looks like we have given our non-spoiler thoughts. So, you listeners at home, beware. You're now entering the spoiler zone. Spoiler, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Get the hell out. Unless you're okay with spoilers, and if you're not okay with spoilers, get out and come back when uh, when you watch it, okay? Okay. Ready? Last last chance. Turn back now. Okay. Batman dies. Batman dies. Oh, no. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he doesn't. I mean, Batman okay. Wait. Speaking of dies. Yeah. Speaking of fucking spoilers, though, I. Can we just say that trailers suck? Because the best part of this movie was played in the trailer, and I'm really, really mad about it. I don't watch trailers anymore, so I haven't seen it. Good. But this one was everywhere. It was hard to avoid. Was it the shot of him walking towards... Out of the the Batmobile! Ah! With the the upside-down shot of him walking. Oh, gosh. That shot, I was like... Oh, and it God. still hit me in the movie. I'm like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen, but I've already seen it. Well, the thing is, like, I I can't remember. I feel like I must have like missed. Maybe I maybe I just watched the trailer so long ago. Like, I think I watched like maybe the first teaser and maybe not the full trailer for it because I I had a vague memory of that happening in the in the teaser or whatever it was but then i was like oh my god <laughs> good good it still hit I me for I'm sure missed. but i'm like oh imagine seeing this for the first time now in the movies i don't know how i somehow managed to avoid all of that because i didn't even know that riddler was the uh, main villain i knew riddler was the villain but that was just because of twitter and like the fact that i watched it way way after it came out basically yeah um, but yeah, like you can ask Hannah when we go to the movies, if a trailer starts playing for something that I know I'm probably already going to watch, I literally pull out my phone, plug my ears and like, <laughs> I don't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I, cause the trailers give everything away. So I'm glad I avoided it. But yes, the, um, where do we want to start with like the spoiler section? What are, what are some things we want to hit? I think for me, the big thing is the Riddler. As someone who has had really no exposure to him, because he hasn't been in any of the Batman stuff I've consumed. I think Riddler's a good place to start. And then I also want to talk about like the whole Bruce Wayne versus Batman thing that they they kind of really uh, put a spotlight on in the movie. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. And the what, city, just guys- the city and their reaction to Batman. Yeah. What do you guys think of the villain? I thought... I thought it was fabulous. Uh, I liked that kind of yeah. It just fit for like the detective tone, having a basically a serial killer for. Oh yeah, it was creepy. Yeah, every iteration of the Joker, especially in the cartoons, has just been kind of like a joke, and just like oh, it's the Riddler. Like he's one of Batman's yeah. like most lame villains, and this one made him like legitimate. I'm just like oh man. And Riddler could yeah. so easily be goofy too. Um, like he is in most of <laughs> Batman stuff, but yeah. I think making him a serial killer and like kind of menacing and creepy, um, fit with the tone of the movie and didn't make it like ridiculous or a monster or anything like that. Killer like, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Props to Paul Dano. Good mm-hmm. job. Great performance. Big props. Yeah. Uh, um, unrelated but related, they I'm sure you have all seen it now, but they released the like deleted Joker scene. Yeah, I saw that. Yes, Am I the yeah. only one who is like, I'm really glad that got cut? I'm very glad that got cut. That did not belong in the movie. Yeah, it didn't need to be in there. It, it just would have been such a distraction yeah. from the film for yeah. the sake of throwing the Joker in there. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it got released online. Because it yeah, was... Uh, that's great. Yeah, like, uh, uh, you see him at the very end of the movie, um, but he's, like, in the shadows. That I thought he was Two-Face at first because they went with the whole, like, uh, I don't remember. I don't remember what he has. I, I know the burnt like face it, kind of thing. Yeah, I think from like his dip in the acid or whatever that turns him into the Joker. No, no, I no, think no. That's no. what happens. Uh, um, I know it's something. It, he was born. It was like some sort of congenital disease. Ah, okay. Oh, not to. Sorry, not to go on a tangent about a deleted scene, but I saw an image on Twitter that showed like the before and after. Uh, shot of like the clipboard that he hands the Joker, and in the before, there's a paper clip there, and in the after, when he gets it back, the paper clip's gone. They're like, Did Batman oh. just release the Joker because of a fucking paper clip? He's the world's worst detective if he didn't catch that. But I'm hoping that was just a film mistake and not like a Batman fucked up. <laughs> that ties into kind of what we were talking about with um, Batman not being a great detective and not be like making those mistakes and still kind of figuring out like who he is as a Mm -hmm. person, which also kind of ties into which I found what something that I loved about this movie was this, this idea of we've always, I mean, I've always looked at Batman as like this, like he uses his dark image and uses the fear Um, to like find justice and all that kind of thing. But what I loved about this movie was the way that they explored, is that enough? Mm -hmm. Um, and like becoming more than that. And by the end, he, uh, he, him realizing that he needs to also be this symbol of hope because there needs to be this balance and of the light and the dark, which, I I always love movies that or just media in general that talk about that kind of like finding balance because that's really Sure. That's a it's a big thing in my own personal life of you have to find balance in all things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like again that that's another like maybe not modernization because I think that probably has been something that gets explored fairly frequently in Batman but at least for the films I feel like we don't um it, it, it's just very reflective of a lot of like the moment right now and especially where we've been trapped in these years of like terrible terrible leadership and just like vile evil people being evil in the open um and so like showing the importance of like not just you know the, the power the force the fear but yeah like you said the um the hope which I feel like we're seeing more and more in media because I feel like we need it more and more. Um, yeah. But it, it's nice to see it, you know, especially in a superhero where, like, there is a lot of, like, weird dissonance if you really get down to thinking about it with, like, the fact that a lot of these superheroes are basically just, like, roided out cops, right? <laughs> with, like, s- special abilities. And then on top of that, you have Bruce Wayne, who is this, like, mega billionaire, <laughs> Um, and in this film in particular, like as far as the public is concerned, is basically hoarding it even compared to his uh, to his parents who, of course, had like their own thing, which gets delved into a little bit, which is nice. I feel like you don't they it's always alluded to, right, like the the Waynes and their impact. But I feel like they ne- there's never much of a spotlight on them mm-hmm. and yeah. like how rare, much yeah. of an impact they were. Right. Like it's always Bruce is already here. And so I think it's nice to see, like, this essentially kid, right, in, in those terms, like, and falling short of the parents' expectations, not really doing mm-hmm. anything. And the Thomas Wayne thing, it's been done before where he's been, like, the villain. Uh, it's yeah. rare, but they've done that route before. And I'm like, oh, don't do that again. But they kind of put him in, like, a gray area of, like, oh, he did shitty things, but for good. Uh, so I thought that was kind of a cool yeah. idea that they went with. I, I think it makes a lot of 
fertile ground for if they do end up doing follow-ups to the Batman, for it to be about, yes, like new villains and new all of that, but also being about Bruce's development, which like, I feel like scenes with Bruce in movies, at least to my taste, are usually like, oh, cool. Like here we see a little bit and like all of that, but really like you're here for Batman. I feel like this sets it up in such a way where, like, I would be interested to seeing Bruce maybe become a healthy individual. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's just so cool what they do with Bruce because you could just tell that he hates being in his own body and that, like, Batman has kind of overtaken him as, like, his Mm. own person. And even when he's being Bruce, he just wishes he was not out in the daylight in in his little cave like an actual bat um also cool because usually like when you see batman he's like super buff he has quaffed hair they always say billionaire playboy bruce wayne and he's not he's super awkward like awkward and schluppy and like emo almost Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh something with uh, talking to the um like the parents uh question of it all I I had no idea until this movie that the mom's maiden that Bruce's mom's maiden name was Arkham. I had no idea yeah. that, that was the con- connection there. I was just like, oh, Arkham Asylum, some place that's that's got a, na- a cool weird name. And then I was like, in the middle of the movie, I was like, oh, that's what <laughs> I saw like a TikTok about that. Like, this is how Bruce Wayne stays rich because he sends people to Arkham and they break out and they send them back and that's how he keeps getting money. <laughs> yeah. Making money through that admittance fee. I do think in the sequel, though, we'll see a lot more of that billionaire philanthropist kind of Bruce Wayne character because mm-hmm. he probably realizes, oh, this is a big part of like succeeding at the things that I need to do as Batman. Sure. So he's going to learn how to be Bruce Wayne, which is kind of funny to say. Yeah. But yeah. Um, that, that whole church scene was super cool because um, he's like, the only reason I'm out here as me right now is because I have to. <laughs> So, but also, uh, um, while we were uh, while we we're talking about that, you got me thinking about Alfred, and then now I'm thinking about like the entire supporting cast. There is like such a great cast in this film. Yeah. Like, oh, they just such a, you have Andy Circus as here. as Alfred. You have uh, uh, the Colin Penguin Farrell uh, as Colin the Farrell. Oh my yeah. god! And then you have Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, who I, I would argue is main cast more so than supporting, but. Right. Um, yeah. I think but, Colin Farrell yeah. is the best part of the movie. Maybe. Oh my God, he's great. He's great, and like you would never know. It was Unrecognizable. Him. Yeah. 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 There's been. I I really liked his performance in it. I I'm interested to know if you guys have seen um, the the critiques about like having him in like. Not necessarily a fat suit, I would say, but like, uh, like a suit that m- puts on a couple pounds and like doing that completely unrecognizable thing. Like I've seen some critiques where it's like, well, yeah. if you're gonna do all that, why not just cast somebody of that stature and size and like give that kind of opportunity to somebody else? I but, only I know. Mean, I this... really. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, I didn't no, mean to interrupt. No, please, go ahead. No, please. No, I was going to say, I only know of this because you mentioned it to me the other day. I hadn't seen anything about it. My immediate reaction to it, and I'm not gonna, I haven't thought about it much since, but, but my immediate reaction was kind of like, I don't think the fat suit was the point. Because to me, like, I didn't even look at the penguin and be like, oh, he's fat or like anything. To me, it was more about like the prosthesis on the face and like mm. just transforming his look and giving him like, that no, that penguiny nose and kind yeah. of uh, the yeah. scarring on the face and all that. So I don't know. Like I, I understand that I should probably be more sensitive about it, and it's probably something that I'm on a microphone and maybe should be thinking more about before answering. But like you're acting, and like you should be allowed to like be di- right because if it's like oh his face doesn't look like the penguin so we should cast someone who looks like the penguin then it's like why are we acting <laughs> you know um i understand the fat suit thing yeah and a lot of it is starting to reach a point where it's like let actors be actors yeah just because like if everything you do has to be exactly to your type then yeah. What's the acting? You're just being yourself. There was an interesting uh, interview with him that I saw where 
Um, he was really struggling to find the voice and the the movements and all that for yeah, the penguin. Yeah. Um, until the day where he tried on the makeup and the prosthetics for the first time, mm-hmm. and once he saw himself completely transformed in that, that his art and makeup team did is where all of a sudden like the voice was just there he's like oh i know what this is now so i don't know i thought that was a cool kind of story and i mean i think it was it really was like an incredible performance and i i agree with there's there comes a certain point where you need to just the discussion around like who can play what is a very interesting discussion Mm -hmm. that is continuing to be ongoing but it, I, I've, I've always kind of s- settled on the side of like you, you have to let actors sometimes play against type, and that, that sometimes means like being transformed in the makeup chair with prosthetics and everything. So yeah, I, I've always erred on the side of like let the actor like find that different performance. But I do, I, I understand the critique of like giving maybe someone that hasn't necessarily had like a break or like absolutely like ca- essentially casting an unknown sort of thing yeah yeah, like, yeah that kind of thing is i always love that sort of um casting choice because it it really can sometimes like make a big star out of somebody and yeah casting an unknown i think i think is like always a good thing if you can find it should always be about the best person for the job and unfortunately studios come in and Mm -hmm. it becomes about name and who can push it and like to an extent you know was he like did he do a phenomenal job yeah is it maybe partially a studio move and like oh my god look at this guy who like you know who you definitely won't recognize probably right and so like that's Mm -hmm. its own i don't feel like it's more like he's a safe bet because like Sure. They're dumping a lot of money into this movie. Yeah. DC doesn't really have too many like bangers out there. Yeah. And everyone was already skeptical about Batman after all the controversy going around it to begin with. So I think it's just like a let me have a, like a known actor who we know can pull this off. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean I what's interesting say, I mean, uh, I wouldn't say that Colin I wouldn't classify Colin Farrell as like kind of your household name actor. Sure. To right. my mind, mm-hmm. anyway, but I—I I mean, he's—he's he's an incredible actor and he's done some amazing work. I just, yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I, I would say the he's, he's about thing even with true. with John Turturro, who also does a great job in this movie. Um, I mean, I just love John Turturro As, uh, in general. Carmine Falcone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like like read the the fats thing. I would say like for me because of the context. I think it was more about transforming his like his overall just face and appearance. I do like don't get me wrong, I understand the critique of like the fat suit and all of that. Like when you see like you know 90 pound people being cast as Tracy and Hairspray, like that's a different thing, right? Yeah, that's that's I yeah, don't yeah. think that's what this was. I think this was something different. So like I'm willing to and again, without like giving it too much in detail thought, but I, it's not something that stood out to me, you know, his fatness or anything like that. So I, I don't see the issue with it, but I, I, I also understand where that argument is born from. Um, but he, I think he does a great job. John Turturro does a great job. Uh, Zoe Kravitz also as Catwoman. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, oh and um, freaking Commissioner Gordon. Yes. Uh, Jeffrey uh, Wright. Um, there you go. Jeffrey Wright. I love Jeffrey Wright. He, he's phenomenal. Oh, such um, a great actor. And he he's one of those actors for me that can do so much with so little. very little dialogue. Yeah. Like yeah. the... Just put him in front of a camera and have him like having a thought and I could watch it all day. I could watch like 10 minutes of footage probably without like blinking an eye of him just like on screen doing something yeah. without any dialogue. Cause I, he just is for me just so spellbinding. 
I loved every Not, scene between him and Batman in this movie. Because outside of Alfred, it was like, wow, Commissioner Gordon really is his only friend here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like a weird kind of buddy cop thing sometimes. The, the scene with them in the police station where he's like, oh, just so hit me and oh, run yeah. and leave. Um, that that whole sequence was just so cool. And it like really just showcases like early on the relationship between those two and uh, if you are a Batman fan, like you know eventually what it will become, but seeing the early stages of it is very just intriguing all the way around, yeah. you know. That's something the film does really successfully all the way around, I think. Even though it's not a Batman origin story, it is like a sort of behind the scenes at a lot of the established Batman relationships and tropes. So, you know, uh, seeing the Penguin is there and the Penguin is established, but the Penguin is not yet... The, the penguin, penguin. Right. Um, yeah. same thing with like you were talking about with Commissioner Gordon and uh, and Batman. In fact, himself. I don't. He's not the commissioner yet, right? No, I no, said he that becomes commissioner in the film, I right? Believe. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, um, he gets promoted. I'm not sure promote. he's. I'm not sure he's commissioner by the end yet. Captain, I think, maybe captain. There you go. Something like I honestly, I don't know the hierarchies of like police. Well, so but I know he does get promoted at one point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're seeing that build and like, there's not much we can like, I mean, we could pick it apart to death, but I think it is sufficient to say that it is something I really love about the film, the way that it kind of builds, uh, those, it, it shows you where it's going. And so even though I don't think it necessarily needs a sequel, it's one of those where I would not be upset to hear that it got it. It wouldn't feel like a stretch, you know, it would feel yeah. natural. Um, especially because like even within because a lot of a lot of times the relationships can just be what they are and kind of somewhat stagnant throughout the entire movie but i felt that batman slash bruce's relationships with all these different characters really fluctuated a lot a lot growed yeah Um, especially oh for me one of my no thank you so much oh my god (laughs) Um, one of my favorite, um, scenes was the hospital scene between, um, Bruce and Alfred. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was some really great, like, just, um, acting moments in that. And it's, it's one of those scenes where I, I noticed that they chose to keep the camera on the person that wasn't speaking quite a bit of the time mm-hmm. which i always love because oftentimes the reactions um that a character has to another person is just as interesting if not sometimes more interesting than what is being said because i mean that kind that that absent father missing father miss father figure for bruce is something that we've seen multiple times throughout yeah. the iterations of the character. But I think that that scene did a, a really great job of looking at the reactions of what was being said versus sure. what was, like, I think a lot of the other iterations keep the focus on what's being said. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed that aspect of it. But what were you going to say, Nick? I was going to say, and you kind of touched on it already, but his relationship with the city and the people, how that changes over the course of the movie, right from the very beginning, where it's like his kind of noir narration of like, mm. I'm feared. Oh, and such a great opening. Th- yeah, they look in the dark and they don't know where I am. I am the shadows, all that stuff. You're almost, you, the audience member, are kind of afraid of Batman, almost like, yeah, these dark, dark areas in the city wondering, like, is he going to pop out of there? Um, you know, and then even... Um, when he has that fight with all the thugs near the subway at the beginning, the guy that he saved when he approaches him, he's like, please don't hurt me. Right. And normally when, you know, Batman comes to save you and other media, it's like, yay, thanks, Batman. But that guy's like, please don't hurt me, man. Um, yeah. Versus by the time the end of the movie comes, then people are like reaching out their hand to grab onto Batman for him to help him. Right. And that's where he, along with the audience, is starting to recognize, oh, yeah, I don't just need to be vengeance and fear um, to sort of do the thing that I need to do. I also need to be this symbol of hope. And that transition over the course of the movie was very um, cool to see. And a lot of it happened visually. Uh didn't mm-hmm. just happen through dialogue. So that was very cool to watch. And towards the end, it's also mm-hmm. kind of like him announcing that he's kind of a hero, as opposed to like in the beginning. I think there's even 
like an excerpt over it where he was basically like a myth. Like, yeah. Yeah. there were like whispers of the Batman, but no one really knew if he was like real or not. Even just the use of the in front of Batman uh adds to that mythos yeah, like yeah. The Batman. i don't know what he is i don't know if he's human or or animal like i don't know what the heck this thing is but i'm sure once more movies come out it'll slowly become oh that's batman he's the hero he's gonna yeah. save the city mm-hmm. yeah i love that yeah. um but in that opening sequence you get like the first taste of this really incredible score from Michael Giacchino. Mm-hmm. And I just needed to touch on that again. Cause yes. I mean, the, the main theme for Batman is already like a, a big trending sound on TikTok, which is not necessarily the, uh, the be all end all of score pieces, <laughs> but, um, or like the, what was that trend? Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, but the the score itself, I really really loved. Um, it's I think it's my second favorite score, still next to um, Danny Elfman's score for Batman Returns. That was st- still my favorite. Um, but I I don't know if anybody else felt that it, particularly for me with the Catwoman um, thematic music and motifs mm-hmm. um, and light motifs, there were these. I don't know, musical references that I kind of felt through the mm-hmm. instrumentation choices um, to uh, the Danny Elfman score from Batman Returns. I, d- I don't know if it's just because I listened to that score very frequently that I just caught on to that. But if that was intentional by Michael Giacchino, I, a big props to, to that for that look, nice like kind of homage because I enjoyed it thoroughly. <laughs> I haven't listened to it enough to uh, have been able to caught to catch that, but yeah, I do love the the score. It has that like just that beautiful, heavy orchestral like. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of thing where where I'm like, oh man, this is never going to sound as good as it does in a theater, just because mm-hmm. like I yeah. I don't I don't have that kind of setup at home, you know. <laughs> um, but no, it, it, I mean Michael Giacchino always does incredible work, and truly, what I liked about this movie is, um, and this might sound like a knock, but I swear it's not. It's like you almost don't even notice it at times. Like, like yes. it really does blend into the film. It's like it's like good lighting where it's there and it's enhancing it. But you don't notice it until it wants you to, and then you hear the and you're like, oh. (laughs) Um, So I think just one, the the music compositions were great, but Mm -hmm. two, also the way it was implemented in the film and and the way it was integrated into the the overall soundscape was was really lovely too. While we're on like technical stuff too, gorgeous film. I. I don't know really like uh, I, I don't have a fabulous vocabulary to communicate it other than to say, you know, the cinematography is gorgeous. Whoever the director of photography was for this film, I mean, props to you because mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, just just plenty of beautiful shots. And it, it plays really well with, um, I mean, darkness, you know, <laughs> of course, yeah. being Batman. But I feel like so much of the media we consume is so dark that it's like hard to see. This was shot darkly, but well mm-hmm. where i could i understood what was going on i was not straining my eyes i have bad eyesight uh i could see everything <laughs> and then also there were like scenes out in the open and like it felt different and like it it just it was beautiful and the way it hid stuff in the frame too particularly with the riddler like yeah times when he was in the background oh my god I, I thought it was just really, really well shot. I wanted more of that. Epi- oh, I know. Me too. There were lots of epic shots, too, with, like, the fighting. Like, oh, my God. The scene in the tunnel where the only mm-hmm. light you <gasps> see is the machine The gun. bullets. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. That was, like, epic and gorgeous at the same time. Just, like, lighting plays like that was so cool for my nerd. Another movie. scene that was in the trailer and teaser that I wish had been saved for. I mean, I get that they want to show, like, cool things to entice people in. Especially with, like, the track record for DC movies that, sure. like, sometimes you gotta, gotta, you gotta be like, no, but guys, this is, this one's really good. Trust us. But that kind of a, I mean, it's still got like an incredible reaction in the theater. Like, I mean, I saw it only fairly recently, which is not 
that long ago and is quite a few weeks after its initial opening. So it wasn't like a packed theater or anything, which, in my opinion, is better uh, given yeah. the circumstances of the yeah. world at the moment. But, uh, yeah, no, but, yeah, no, the cinematography for me was top-notch, really great. Um, those shots of Catwoman and Batman, like, on the scaffolding of this skyscraper with the mm. city in the background and the sun rising, like, just some really, yeah. like beautiful shots that if you like took and like got a good print of it would make some beautiful like artwork yeah. on, like, absolutely i like the yeah. shots of the bat signal when they looked up to that too mm-hmm. oh yeah oh my god costume design just like the design for oh, the yeah. for everything in general the new bat logo is awesome and the way it like breaks off of the suit is oh, really cool. cool um i mm-hmm. love the way that like the cape tucks into the chess piece I don't know if any of you like noticed that it yeah, yeah. just the, the design for him being very angular being very like cyber truck was like awesome. Um, I like that they made his mask convenient to wear. I don't know if you yeah, saw when you took it off the with... rubber could like kind of move around more which was yeah, nice yeah, for him. Yeah. And then there's bigger eye holes which is why he put mascara like yeah. around here yeah. to darken it up because there's not enough mask there but that's also like easier for him to see out of, which I thought was mm-hmm. kind of a cool design choice. We love an eye shot. And with moment. that, Gotta have a I palette. loved, yeah, of course. And with that, I loved the scenes where he didn't have the suit on, but had the remnants of his eyeshadow and like yeah. the sweat, like dripping, like mm-hmm. making it kind of go down a bit as he's like trying to solve the riddles that the Riddler mm-hmm. like sent him. It was so oh. cool. And when he takes like the the little uh, camera Contact. uh, contacts out, and so he's cool. his eyes are bloodshot because he's just been awake yeah. for nights on end, is so mm-hmm. cool. I love and that. To the 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 eye makeup, the continued use of the eye makeup even outside of when he's fully Batman is this reminder that like he he's so much so much of what who he is at that given time is Batman and not Bruce that like he can't shake it even when he's outside of the suit so that eye makeup being there I think it's also really like great. a way of like he know he doesn't know when he's going to want to put the suit on and so why would he yeah. take it off if he might yeah. within 10 minutes figure something out that makes him want to go somewhere as Batman Isn't this cool though that we're having like a discussion like this about Batman about like very specific choices like the makeup means this and represents this about the character and all that. I think that's like what makes this I won't use the word masterpiece but like what makes it very very different from a lot of uh, superhero movies is that they went specific and bold with a lot of these choices yeah you know? that y- you took the words out of my mouth in that i was gonna say like i think what makes this movie so fabulous is the fact that it does have big set pieces like don't get me wrong there, there are still very cool like action high budget scenes that you're gonna want out of a movie but it finally like learns that not every film has to have a world ending threat like, right. don't get me wrong, this was a huge threat. Right. Um, but it was more focused. And so it allows, yeah, for these details, like seeing how this escapade as Batman bleeds into the next morning when he's trying to dodge a meeting with, like, shareholders, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yes. and it's 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 that sort of detail and that continuation and, and, and uh, I don't feel like we get too many breaks in time, you know? And it's a Um, slow burn, too. Exactly. Um, It can be exhausting at times, but it's like just everything's worth it. Yeah, yeah. When I was watching this movie, I did not feel its length at all. I did not either. I did a tiny bit towards the end. But not long, you know? Yes, that's, yeah. I like that slow build. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I was like, my friend was like, that was three hours long. And I was like, what? Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Because it didn't, I mean, like, it didn't, it didn't feel fast in the moment necessarily, but it kept me, I was Hope. fully engaged the yeah. entire yes. time yes. throughout. 
So I didn't feel the length in I, that sense. I was aware that it was three hours by the end of it, but I'm like, nothing can be cut. They shouldn't touch yeah. any of yeah. this. It's all perfect. Don't fix it. I am curious. My one like plot, I guess, letdown might be a little harsh, but like, eh, okay, is like when they finally catch the Riddler, I feel like I wanted more, like more? I don't know. I felt like in terms you might of, get more in the sequel. Like more in terms of like what his final plan was. More in terms of I his don't performance no, no. The, in the, the, the final the plan was big, but like I guess like he gave himself up a little too easily. Like like I, I wanted like like a big scene well, between him and Batman, not behind the glass, because he assumed that Batman would yeah, buy in, in on, on what it. he was doing. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we're gonna be friends, and we're gonna this is gonna be great. We're gonna do this together. Like, wait, what do you mean we're not? No, you ruined my yeah, plan. That was so yeah, funny because yeah. he's deranged. Oh, that, that whole scene was scene so where, cool. Oh, okay, oh, I think we both had the same thought at the same yeah, time. But, but like when he's like, oh, Bruce Wayne, and you're thinking, oh, fuck, like, does he fuck, know? He knows. Uh, and he keeps going Bruce Wayne Bruce Wayne oh if we had just killed him he was the only one that got away and then you see Batman's face turn like oh motherfucker you don't know who I am and then his whole thing shifts that's awesome because going into the movie they played that scene a little bit in the trailer too oh really oh he kind of knows that he's uh, Bruce Wayne that's going to play into the movie Um, but then when that scene happens or at least when I was going into that, I'm thinking, oh, the Riddler shouldn't know, though. He's kind of, like, arrogant about how smart he is, and he never really figures it out that mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne is Batman or vice versa. And then when they do that twist at the end of, oh, no, he really doesn't know. I think that's perfect, and I'm glad yes, that I did was, that. That's probably that the biggest, uh, uh, like, nail-biting moment in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Which is saying a lot, considering all the stuff that happens. But for me, like, yeah, I, I, I think that... Was was a really nice culmination to everything, but we're we're running a little long here. So, does do we have any other big things we want to chat about before we maybe move into a vote? I just love the Batmobile scene. Everything about it. That's it. Yes, Batmobile. Uh, uh, yeah. I the, this the scene I mentioned earlier where he's gliding and he just oh eats yeah shit. <laughs> he's so one thing I did like was how. F- uh, was how fast Catwoman like jumped on the Batman train while she was looking for her lover. I was just like, all right, this is kind of unrealistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Fair I enough. think she did a great job, but uh, I could see if they had pl- if they're planning for a second one. If that was like the goal all along, I could see them, you know, stretching that out a little further, not having it be romantic this movie, but like hints of it for a better payoff later for sure. Uh, I'm curious um, if they do do a second one. What happens when she finds out he's Bruce Wayne? I know, because she's like, "Fuck those big shots." Yeah. I don't think she's coming here. back in the second one. I think it's just going to be like a Riddler, Joker, Penguin kind of thing. Yeah, I don't. Unless I, I like feel... she shows up at the very end to try to help him. Like maybe, yeah, maybe like because I could see like this being like just a two movie sort of thing sure maybe she like she keeps tabs on like what's happening in gotham and i could see like a moment where like he gets revealed as batman Um, i feel like this has been set up or like she sees that batman is in some sort of trouble i don't know like they could capture i don't know whatever Mm -hmm. and then she comes in and saves him isn't it a trilogy i could be wrong i think i heard somewhere they said they might make it a trilogy I don't think there's anything confirmed beyond this film at the moment, but it does kind of feel like it's in a prime position for a trilogy. Again, Mm -hmm. I think largely because of the Bruce Wayne arc. I don't think it's something that could really be wrapped up in a second film Mm -mm. unless like we do a big time jump. But I it feels like there's pressing stuff on the horizon. Right. Mm -hmm. So and I mean, there's they've got enough of the different villains introduced where yeah. I don't think like if you tried to use all the ones that you introduced it in yeah. the next one like as like the main main guy because like I mean this yeah. is kind of Riddler's movie with Penguin kind of starting to in grow there. and then he's mm-hmm. now been, he's placed in a moment um, where I think he's probably primed to be the major villain for the next one I would guess Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, yeah. Based off with of Joker slowly building slowly in the background, making for a third. his headway, 
and then that would be like the penult the the not penultimate that's the one before the finale the ultimate but joker being the the last yeah of everything yeah but no i don't have anything else i hit everything that was on i wrote took a couple notes of things that i wanted to touch on and i made sure to get them all in (laughs) cool 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 well in that case in the case of the batman how do we vote um i mean i guess we kind of gave it away with like our spoiler free reviews is the thing for these but yeah i I think this is a you should buy it though if you haven't seen it yet you know it's coming to streaming soon i think it's worth watching you know even if you're not a superhero fanatic like i'm sure there are people who will find a way to hate it but i think it's it's a very entertaining very well made and beautifully made film um maybe temper your expectations if you are like a fan just so that you're not like i don't know don't don't expect like the payoff of something like an endgame or an infinity war right it doesn't have that buildup. it's a solo film but for being a solo film it is phenomenal uh i enjoyed it quite a bit so yeah you should buy it though on my end yes i agree i say you should buy it though i think just like how we touched on earlier no matter who you are, I think you will find something to like in this movie. So that makes it worth watching, definitely. You totally yeah, should definitely. buy it, though. Absolutely. I agree. Sorry, TJ. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a pause. Let's go for it, Michael. Yeah. Why not? Uh, but yeah, you should buy it. Um, definitely go watch it. Um, if you can, and it's like a matinee on like a a day off from work, go see it in the theater if you can. Support support your local theaters, and that would be nice. And and then if you go, like, on a matinee kind of moment, it'll probably be just you in the theater, likely, or you or whoever you're going with. So you're kind of in your own little bubble moment. Or rent the theater with a group of your friends. <laughs> Some theaters are still doing that, so do that. Uh. Have a good time. Hear this beautiful score from Michael Giacchino mm. in its, all its splendor. And all the cinematography on the big screen, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, You should go see it. Um, Again, it's coming to HBO Max on the 19th. If you can see it in theaters, you want to do that because you get, like, the surround sound and you get all the cool stuff and actually get to experience it as it was intended to be. But if you can't, you know, you should still watch it. It's definitely a buy. Um, Make sure you allot three hours of your life. (laughs) because it is a long movie but it's a good three hours you should buy it watch this movie by any means necessary it is amazing it's fantastic i love it i've seen it twice i will be seeing it a third time when it comes out on hbo um that being said i don't think i mentioned this i don't like it more than the dark knight the dark knight is still my number one i mean that's one of my favorite movies of all time though so it's tough to beat um but this is absolutely solidified this is number two for me my second favorite batman movie um it's i'm very excited to see what they do next like every element of it is great from the music the cinematography performances all that stuff robert pattinson's a fantastic batman so mm-hmm. yeah yes yeah. go see this movie here here so in the case of the batman you should buy it though what a good redemption. He went from being a bad vampire to a good Batman. Yeah. <laughs> a bad bat to a good bat. Yeah. yeah. I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm not very familiar with Robert Pattinson's work. I think one of the only things I've seen him in was The Lighthouse. Yeah. And that was just not a movie for me. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can tell y'all had fun making it. I could tell you guys found some stuff that was real to you. But as an audience member, I'm watching some bad device theater, and I want to get out of here. <laughs> hey, he's uh, a good Cedric Diggory. He was Cedric Diggory before he, he was, was Edward Cullen. Never it's forget. True. Never forget. That's my boy! That's my boy! That's my son! <laughs> That's my Batman! <laughs> my, my Batman! But yeah, wow, another unanimous vote. Look at that. What a lovely year this has been. Yeah, 2020 uh, is our year, everyone. Yeah. 2020. Well, I mean, 2022. <laughs> no, don't go back. 2020 is nobody. 2022. 2022, 
Uh, thank you all for, for getting together here today to talk about the Batman. Thank you at home for listening. We, we really appreciate you. Uh, if you like what we do and you want us to do it more frequently with more media, uh, that costs some money. So if you want to support the show, please consider checking us out. Ooh, pardon me. A little hiccup there. Uh, please uh, go check us out on patreon.com slash should I buy. Um, we have a lot of different tiers for patrons there and you can get access to a bunch of fun stuff like uh, 24 hour impressions and uh, our discord and other stuff like that. Uh, we also have another podcast, all of us here, um, called Dungeons and Drimbus, where we play D&D in, uh, in some ridiculous homebrew scenarios. We are currently in the midst of season three, Your Honor, which is uh, where fantasy attorneys attempt to defend the monsters you would normally be slain in a D&D campaign. But um, I think that's going to do it for me. Go enjoy the Batman. And uh, thank you all so much. We'll talk at you real soon. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.